On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with Lori Cates from Imagine Brand about leadership lessons and the best questions to ask in an interview. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossaman, and it's truly my honor today to be joined by Lori Cates. She's the president and general manager of Imagine Brands. Lori, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, at Imagine Brands, it seems like you've built a really nice team, a great team together. So, and I see that from afar. So what Mm -hmm. are some tips you have for other leaders who are trying to build great teams? Do you have any tips for us? Um, yeah, I think, you know, imagine we have built a great team and I'm really proud of the team. Um, but I think some key factors in building a really great team, um, are communication. Um, I think your, your team needs to know where you're going and why you're going and what's the overall vision. And when they can really understand the why, they more times than not get behind it and completely embrace it and really support the organization. Um, I think another key variable is mutual respect and appreciation for one another. Um, You know, often you get this, um, you know, a successful company is never about one person or one department. It's about the entire team. And you can have... A fantastic sales organization but if you don't have the production and the service to back you up you're gonna fail yeah. um, so you know likewise there's also um, the mutual respect in that so often you'll see somebody standing afar and saying wow the sales job is just so incredibly easy yeah. you know they get a wine and dine and um, you know you really have to walk into their shoes and that's reversed for other departments as well. You know, so often, um, in an out of stock situation or whatnot, the sales guy turns and says, wow, you know, if I was in purchasing, we'd never run out of stock. Well, that's not realistic either. Um, so I think understanding that everybody has their own specific talent and we're all specialized and we all have different strengths and weaknesses and you have to trust that, the other department wants to win as much as you want to win yeah. and um, just working together, but being open and then um, appreciation say thank you every once in a while. Um, Cause it goes a long way. And when you, um, when you really know one another, it helps you get through even the difficult times. Mm. Um, so communication, mutual respect and, and, and appreciation for one another, and then finally have fun. Um, you know, I'm a big um, proponent of if you don't like what you're doing, um, find something that moves you because life's short, and when people love what they do, there's a, a natural passion that comes through, and it's very evident instead of, um, you know, trying to force it. And the likelihood, if you're trying to force something like that, the likelihood of being successful is is much, much slimmer than if you love what you do, it just comes easy and it comes naturally. Yeah. So I think those would be my, my three. 
No, that's really good. And you know, it's funny. One of the things you said, it reminded me, I was, I was lis- uh, listening to a book recently and it talked about one of the, the, the authors said, look, if you don't want, if you want to hate someone, you should not get to know them. Right. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to that empathy thing is that if you know what they're going through and you walk a mile in their shoes, you have a much better respect for their perspective and everything. I think that's great. Absolutely. Uh, um, so, and Imagine Brands is a, is big in our industry, top, top twenty, right? Is that is that right? Pretty um, close. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, when you're, it, I, I've often thought that you know the best leaders don't necessarily create followers; they create good leaders, right? So, what advice do you have for leaders in your organization or any others? Okay, um, leadership advice. I think what I would say is first get the right people in the right seats. Yeah. Um, as a leader, you have to know and you have to remain humble that you don't know it all. Um, you have to really look at yourself and say, where am I strong and where am I weak? And where you're weak, that's where you need to bring your strongest people in. Um, and then, you know, schedule time literally to work on the business instead of in the business. Um, you know, and this, this has always been one of my challenges. And so recently I've actually started scheduling it in to my outlook calendar, yeah. just blocking off time. Um, you know, because it's important, you know, one is what's next, what are we doing right? What are we doing wrong? Um, you know, we can't rest on our laurels. So it's always understanding what's coming down the pike. Um, so I, I think that that's key. And then um, I, I would say the last couple of things is, and, and this might sound funny, but uh, remember your job is to endure and inflict pain. And I don't mean that um, literally um, from the inflicting pain part, but um, it kind of goes back to what's next and not resting on your laurels and making sure that we're ready for whatever market condition comes up next. And, you know, we've seen so many successful organizations, even within our industry, that they're, they're fabulous one year and then the next they fall. Um, so I think that that's really key. Um, and then secondly, as far as um, enduring pain is, I think as a leader, you have to have very broad shoulders. And it's not necessarily about being in charge, but it's taking care of those um, that are in your charge. And that's a that's a, one of my favorite quotes from Simon Sinek. Sinek, yeah. I screwed his last name up all the time. Yeah, but. no, but I know what you mean. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, so I think that those are keys. And then just take care of yourself. Um, I think taking care of yourself creates the ability for you to be a better leader um, and do all of those things that I mentioned um, better or yeah. do them well. Well, it's funny. Um, you know, one of the first things you said there, I actually recently have been telling my team that we need to fill up my calendar in, you know, intentionally. I, I've been telling everybody if it's not on my calendar, it doesn't exist. So if I want to be intentional about doing anything, to your point, I have to get it, get it on my calendar. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you, the first thing you said there about leadership is getting the right people, right? Um, so in doing that, you got to go through the interview process. You got to you got to yeah. you got to sift through people who are the wrong people. So what you know, you need to interview a lot. So do you have any go-to like interview questions for people? 
Yeah. You know, usually when when my, I'm interviewing a candidate, they've already gone through um, some type of vetting process. Sure. And so what I'm really looking for is a little bit different than, um, you know, maybe Dana or Jenny would be looking. You know, they're looking at the specific, can this person do this particular job? So I'm pretty comfortable by the time the candidate comes to me that they can do the position that that they're applying for. Um, so what I'm looking for is more of a cultural fit. Yeah. And, you know, um, I like to try to ask situational questions. So they change very often depending upon the position or the resume and how it reads. But I'll often pick um, different areas of their career path or particular um, point that they call out in the resume and I'll ask them to expand upon that and give me specifics of, you know, maybe it was a problem with uh, their problem with an order or a customer or their coworker or their maybe their boss. Mm-hmm. And um, just to kind of let them talk. And as they start talking, then generally more questions follow. Mm-hmm. And you can get quite often a pretty good understanding of whether or not um, the way they handle those situations fits well within your organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I kind of do it that way because cultural fit is important. You know, there's a lot of very intelligent people out there, but culturally every organization is not right for each you know, right. one another. So, um, so that's key because um, I, I think you can put a very, very smart and intelligent person into a position and they fail just from a culture standpoint. Yeah. So that, that's key. No, I, I couldn't agree more. That is, I always, I always tell people I, I, when I'm creating my company, I want to create a place where I want to go to work and yeah. you know, that's about culture. So yeah. you're right. Okay. Well, cool. You have taken the time to answer my three questions, Lori, and I appreciate that. I give everybody the chance to ask me one. Do you have one for me? I do. Okay. So I think it's a little lighthearted. Um, you know, we have Steve Harvey and now Warren Beatty, who both had very public flubs. What's your biggest public oops moment? Oh, man. Oh, gosh. I have to think about that. The My biggest public oops moment. There have been so many. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's it's hard to narrow it down. Um, the My favorite one that I, I didn't do it, but I was sitting beside the person who did. It, it was the, um, the, the moment that... Everybody is is concerned about when when the guy next to you says is talking to the guy next to him and says, "Hey, is is your wife pregnant?" <laughs> and, and you just go because what I've learned is the rule on that is never ever 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 ask that question. And I was in the space when that happened, and all and it was one of those where you couldn't leave. And so you just sat there and was like, oh, good. There's not enough alcohol. Uh, so so I, I didn't say that, but I felt like I was a part of it because I, I was right there. So that was a good one. By association. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was a good question. Well, Lori, thank you so much for taking the time. You've given us a ton to uh, kind of listen to and learn from, and I appreciate that. And, and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Great. I enjoyed it. Thanks cool. for having me. Absolutely. That's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you 
next time. Thanks for watching, but wait, can you do me a favor? Please subscribe to my channel. If you haven't done it already, the way to do it's right over here. And hey, if you want to watch the last episode, check that out over here. Again, before you leave, subscribe.